This is Young Jeffrey, the Young Jeffrey Show. Today we have a great topic, uh, a topic that a lot of people need, a topic that a lot of people have, uh, a topic that I hear about a lot indirectly from people, and it's basically that they have a lack of motivation. Now, motivation can come in a lot of different forms, right? Motivation can come from you looking forward to something. Motivation can come from you seeing results along the way. Motivation can come from a motivational speaker, Motivation can come from a lot of different things. Um, today, I'm going to talk about some of the factors that I've learned about, that I've experienced that demotivate me. And then I'm going to talk about some ways that you could possibly make the situation better, gain more motivation, and get yourself out of some of those predicaments that you may find yourself in. Uh, these things that I wrote down are demotivating factors. That we come across all the time, things that you may not even consider, things that you might not even think about. Um, motivation is one of those things where it's kind of like willpower. Willpower is taxed every time you make a decision. So if you make a decision to get out the bed, you make a decision to turn off the alarm clock, you're making a decision to go to the bathroom, you're making a decision to go brush your teeth, you're making a decision to wash your face, you're making a decision to to detoxify, you're making a decision to use the restroom, you're making a lot of small decisions all day long. So your willpower is taxed a lot. Your motivation, your decision making is taxed a lot when you don't even realize it because we're in quote unquote autopilot at that point. And when you're in autopilot, you're making a lot of decisions based off of muscle memory and based off of being in autopilot because you've done it so much and it's become a routine for you. Motivation comes from when you started getting when you start to get resistance. Now, when you have things that you want to get accomplished and you can't get accomplished because it feels like a mental barrier, it feels like a chore, then that means that you're demotivated, right? So we're gonna talk about some of the factors that will demotivate you in everyday life. Uh, number one is not having a goal. A lot of people, when you ask them what they want to do, what decision they want to make, they don't necessarily have a goal. When you don't have a goal, what I've learned to realize is that you have nothing to work towards. You have nothing to practice. You have nothing in place to get you to said goal. All you have done is voice that you have this goal. So one of the demotivating factors is not having a goal. Well, if you don't have a goal, what are we going to get started on? If you don't have a goal, what are we going to put in place? What are we going to base what we're trying to do around? So if you don't have a goal... That can be a demotivating factor because you don't even know how to get started. If you don't know how to get started, you're never going to get any results. If you don't get any results, then that means you're never going to reach the goal, which means you're always going to be disappointed. You're always going to be down on yourself. You're always going to be what? Demotivated. Number two, comparing yourself to others. When you compare yourself to others, I'm not just talking about, oh, he has a six pack. I don't have a six pack. Uh, da, 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 da. I feel bad about myself. I'm terrible. I have bad genetics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about comparing yourself to others, I'm talking about what's happening in their life and what's happening in mine at the same time. See, a lot of people, we live, we tend to live life as if we're all on the same path at the same time, going towards the same goal, living the same life with the same set of circumstances. Number one, you didn't start at the same place that that person started. You don't have the same family that that, that person has. You don't have the same friends. You don't have the same regimen. So therefore, how can you have the same results at the same time? See, your life is a process and it's made up of where you start, your decision making, your family, your friends and decisions you make along the way that's going to get you to that end goal. 
That's all it is. Your life is a process. Your life is a story. Your life is a movie. But you got to realize that it's your own movie, right? So all you can do is make the best of what you've been dealt with in the beginning of your life. And at the end of your life, hope that you've done a great job. You can't base where you are in your life at this time and where this person is at their life at that time. You can use it as motivation. Oh, I'm going to look at this workout video because it's going to get me pumped up to go to the gym. That's cool. But as far as where they are in life and where you are in life, I've learned that that can be demotivating to directly compare yourself and compare your process, your movie, your story to somebody else's story. Number three, hanging out with losers. See, hanging out with losers can be a very silent killer and it can be a very blind killer. So when you hang out with losers, they indirectly make everything around you negative. They tend to have remarks that tend to get you down. They tend to um, never see the good in anything, never see the benefit in anything. They're always looking at, oh, they're trying to keep me down. Oh, they're trying to do this to me. They're trying to do that to me. They have a very victim mentality. When you hang out with losers, that can demotivate you because you're only the average of the 10 people you hang around. A lot of people say five, I say 10 because a lot of social groups have gotten bigger. Um, But... I would say that you're the average of the five to ten people that you hang around. So if you hang around seven, eight losers, you're going to be number eight or nine. So I feel as though you need to hang around people that are like minded for one. But you also need to hang around people that have goals. You need to hang around people that are positive. You need to hang around people who have hard work ethic. Right. You need to have people who have discipline and commitment to tasks. So for when they're knocking down their goals, If they're positive and they have all those other attributes that I just claimed, they're going to make sure that you have them as well or else what? They're not going to hang around you. So make sure you're hanging around like minded people that have goals, that have discipline, that have commitment that make sure that they're working towards something. Therefore, you won't be the average of what a group of losers. Number four, lack of support. If you want to lose weight, right, if you want to lose weight and the person that you're with or the people that you're with don't want to lose weight. And their goals are different than your goal, right? So when you go out, they're drinking, they're drinking, they're going out, they're having all these entrees, they're having all these snacks, all the stuff that you know that you shouldn't be having in this season in your life because you have a set goal. That means that they have to support you, right? Because their goal is different than your goal. So that means they have to look at the situation and say, you know what, you know, you're trying to lose weight. So I'm not going to go to... I'm not going to go to this pizza shop, right? I'm not going to order you a whole bunch of drinks. I'm not going to set you up to fail your mission because I know that you have a goal and I want to support your goal. So I'm going to get you a salad. You know, I'm going to order you some extra celery. I'm going to order you water. And matter of fact, I'm going to get water too because I know you're out with me. I'm glad that you're out. I'm enjoying your presence. I'm going to jump into your world today because I want to support you and I don't want to set you up to fail. I don't want to see you fail. I want to see you accomplish your goals. I want to see you, you know, complete your process. I want to see you get to that end goal that you expressed to me. So I'm going to support you. So a lot of people have circles where they have lack of support. A lot of people have families and friends that don't support them. A lot of people don't have a lot of support at work. So that lack of support can demotivate you because you figure, well, what's the point anyway? A lot of people live their life in that season. A lot of people live their life in that aura, that aura of, I don't have the support. So I'm demotivated. So why should I even care? When you get to the point to where you're feeling, why should I even care? Then that means that 
you need to change your group of supporters. That means you need to change your aura. You need to change that season. You need to change the people that's a part of that scene in your movie. Number five, the number five demotivating factor in life, in day-to-day life, is not seeing results, right? Not seeing results. I've been going to the gym for two months, and I don't don't even look no different to myself. I'm demotivated. I'm going to stop, right? What a lot of people don't realize is that if you've been going to the gym for two months and you've been consistent, then that means that you've accomplished a whole lot in that two months. That means that you now have a new regimen. That means that you now have a new healthy habit which we all know that healthy habits over a long period of time leads to very, very big, grand, positive results. But um, if you've been going for two months, that means you've done a lot of great things. You have a lot of small wins in that two months. You might not have a six-pack yet. <laughs> you might not can run six, seven miles yet. But you have a lot, a lot of small wins in that two months. A lot of people don't see that. A lot of people see, well, I don't have the beach body yet. My stomach doesn't look like Tiana Taylor, so I don't see the results. Or they don't look at, oh, my clothes fit better. They don't look at my skin is clearer. They don't look like I'm sleeping a lot better at night. They don't look at, oh, my nails are growing, my hair is growing, I have a glow now. They don't, oh, my fingers and my, my thighs are going down and I look a lot better, I feel a lot better. It's that I don't have the end goal yet, so I'm going to stop. So a lot of people, they're not seeing results because they're not coming, the end result is not coming fast enough. It's not that they're not seeing results along the way. It's the fact that they're, they don't feel as though the timeline of the process being complete is not happening on their timeline. So they figure, well, I'm not seeing the results that I want to see. Therefore, I may as well stop. That's a demotivating factor. It's a demotivating factor when you're not seeing the results that you want to see along the way. It's not about everybody else's expectations. A lot of people think that it's everybody else's. Oh, you look great. Or you're doing this. Or you're doing that. Or I'm seeing the progress. If you don't see the the progress in your process, then you're not seeing the results. Therefore, your expectations at that period of your story, that period of your movie, that period of your life, those expectations aren't being met. Number six, you're doing things for the wrong reasons. You're doing things for the wrong reasons. When you have a solid why, your why is the reason you do what you do. When you have a solid why in your life, then your purpose is defined. And if you don't have a purpose in life, I've already told everyone, you're walking around with a blindfold. So when you have a purpose, that means you have a why, which means you have a reason to do what you do day in and day out. When you have a solid why, you go 100% regardless because you have that why. You're not just doing it for you. You're not just doing it because you want to see some fast results. You're doing it for the long haul. You're doing it for the marathon. You're doing it for your why. A lot of people always say, well, how do you go 100, How you go 120% all the time? How do you go 150% all the time? How do you stay consistent? How do you sustain it? How you sustain it is because you're thinking about your why. How do you not go 150% when you're thinking about your son? How do you not go 150% when you're thinking about your wife? How you not go 150% when you're thinking about your goals that you set and that your family has set and how you said that you were going to set them up? How you not go 150%? Because your why has to be stronger than your distractions. Your why is your purpose. Your why is the reason you do what you do. If that's stronger than your distractions, you'll be successful. Number seven, and the number seven reason that people get demotivated is because they're afraid to fail. A lot of people don't even get started 
because they're scared. A lot of people don't even get started because their anxiety is too high and they say, oh, I can't do it. So you already wrote yourself off. <laughs> you already wrote yourself off. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Now, never mind. I, it's, it's too much for me. That hill looks too high. Why start climbing it? Afraid to fail. A lot of people never start the business. A lot of people never start that class. A lot of people never start their weight loss journey. A lot of people never start that podcast. A lot of people never start directing that movie or go purchase that camera to be a photographer because they're too afraid to fail. And a lot of people aren't even afraid to fail because of their own expectations. A lot of people are afraid to fail because of what other people may say about them and their process. You have to realize a lot. What I realized in my journey, because I used to have a lot of social anxiety, the reason what I've realized on my journey as battling this is that you have to treat your platform like you're the only person on the platform. So when you're on Instagram and you make videos and that's what you do, you have to be on Instagram as if you're the only person on Instagram. I'm putting out my content. I'm, I'm in the space of being creative and I'm putting out what I want to put out. And it's not based on what people saying about my content. It's based on what I want to put out. So I'm going to be creative. I'm going to get in that space. I'm going to put out what I want to put out and then I'm going to live with the results. I don't care what people say about it. I don't care what people want to hear. I don't care what people want to see. I'm treating the platform as if I'm the only person on the platform. And you, when you're in that space as a creative, when you're in that space as a person where you don't care, you just create, you're not afraid to fail. So here's some things that I like, you know, I like to have people walk away with something tangible on this podcast. So we're talking about motivation. Um, here's some things that you can do to help you uh, get out of that demotivated funk. Number one, develop a routine. I always said, you know, when I work out in the morning, my bag's packed at night, my clothes are laid out, my towel is there, my shoes are there. All I got to do is get up, jump into my clothes, wash and wash my face, brush my teeth, head out the door, grab some water. That simple. Uh, when you develop a routine in anything that you do, you have you have a you have a blueprint, you have a guide, you have a template. When you have a template, it's easy to just fill it in, and you're more motivated to fill it in as opposed to just creating it from scratch and on the fly. Develop a routine, make a checklist. There's something magical about taking a pen and putting a check mark behind different tasks as you complete them. It's something magical in that. It's something magical in writing down goals and then scratching them out once you complete them. It's like knocking down dominoes. Mentally, it stimulates you in a way that's indescribable, right? So develop a routine, make checklists, make a plan for yourself. Even though, even though it may not go 100% according to plan, at least you have a template, at least you have a guide for the things that you want to accomplish. Number two, you got to declutter. You got to declutter socially, you know, whether it's your, your social media feeds, the things that you see, whether it's your playlist, the things that you listen to, whether it's your podcast, the things that you're embedding into your mind whether it's the content that you watch on tv whether it's your house that you have to declutter whether it's your space your closet whether it's your car you got to declutter your life and keep the positive and keep the nuisance keep the nutrients i like to call it keeping the nutrients in your life and getting rid of the excess which is the bad uh you have to declutter your life you have to declutter the negativity you have to declutter the things that seem to clutter your mind in general to get to a space where you're seeing the bigger picture. You're seeing the purpose. You're seeing the why. Declutter your life. Detox your life. Number three, you have to do something for yourself. You have to reward yourself. 
there's nothing wrong with having a great week, going hard, going 150, going 160%. And then at the end of the week, you're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to get a pedicure. Oh, you know what? I'm going to get that shirt that I really want. Oh, you know, I'm going to get my hair done. I'm going to get that cut. No, I'm, I'm going to get a facial today. I'm going to get a massage. There's nothing wrong with rewarding yourself. Oh, I've been going hard for, you know, 14 days. I'm going to have a slice of cake tonight. Because what that does is it's a mental reward. It's not necessarily for the physical because your body doesn't need cake. Your body doesn't need cookies. Your body doesn't need a milkshake, right? But it's for the mental reward. It's for the sustainability purpose. So what happens is every now and again along your journey, along your path, you can have that slice of cake. You can have that bowl of ice cream, just as long as it's in moderation, as long as it's spaced out, as long as you plan for it, as long as it's there and something you built into your diet plan, something that you built into your nutrition plan, not something that's a regular part of your nutrition plan. And you'll still reach your goals. You'll still lose weight. You still burn fat. You still gain muscle. It's just every now and again, let me reward myself because I've been going 150, 160 percent for a long period of time. Right now, I'm just basically restoring my leptin levels. Last but not least, the thing that you can do to get rid of those demotivating factors is you got to eliminate some of the vices. And I know a lot of people have different vices. It's smoking cigarettes. It's weed. It's drinking. It's watching porn. It's a lot of different things that are vices that allow us to get by or allow us to cloud, allow us to cloud a lot of the mental barriers that we have a lot of the mental stress that we have and we feel like it's helping us when we indulge in these things I feel like it's helping us get through that it's providing us strength when really it's just a little short-term boost it's, li- it's literally the equivalent of having like a caffeine shot where oh cool it gets me by it gives me a little bit of stimulation and then once it fails it crashes because once you go up you come back down when you get high it's gonna be a point where you're not high no more you get drunk there's a reason where you're back sober you know when you watch that porn, there's a, there's a period where you ejaculate and now you're feeling stupid. Like, oh, man, now I'm a monster. You know what I'm saying? Let me clear my browser history. So the thing about that is you got to eliminate some of those vices. When the vices are getting to a point to where they're demotivating you, they get to a point where they're skewing your expectations, when they get to a point to where they're consuming your life, or they get to a point where they feel like they're having a negative impact, where they can be detrimental to your process, to your movie, to your story, to your life, you got to eliminate those vices. And as hard as it is, as hard as we feel that those things empower us, they actually demotivate us. So I would like us to get more control of our life, get more control of our spirits, get more control of our flesh, right? So that we can be more powerful people, stronger people, make more of an impact on the world. Motivation. Decision making is taxed thousands of times a day. Decisions are made, big or small, every day, all day. The way that you can successfully navigate from what I've learned is to eliminate a lot of the demotivating factors that set you up for failure in your life. Devices, the negative energy, the negative people. Things that put you in a predicament where you feel like you got to choose and the distractions that are stronger than the purpose, stronger than the why, the demotivating factors. You got to understand that motivation is always taxed. Motivation fluctuates. 
motivation moves with your emotions. Motivations can be up and down. You have to develop a life full of discipline, a, a life full of commitment, a life free of a lot of those distractions, a lot of those vices. Eliminate a lot of those demotivating factors that we discussed today. And take control of your life. Take control of your why and your purpose. So that way you don't have to walk around life with a blindfold. Motivation.